out to be completely unreliable assholes. Hey, Tim. Hi, Ryan. And hello, our listeners. Welcome to another episode of Dismembering Horror. I am Ryan. I am Tim. And today we are going to talk about Juan the Grudge. I was a little confused at the beginning because do you remember how they defined Juan? Because it's slightly different. Which, yeah, Juan means the grudge. But, and then, but they had a little tag. It's, yeah. it's sort of more like a curse? Yes, it's a curse. That was at the same, uh, that was at the beginning of the previous two. Oh, was it? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's like the running thing is tell. Wait, what do you mean? What were you confused about? Not confused, just the sort of the the different use of the English translation of of like how how it's being, yeah, like what word it is being used. Yeah, like how a curse, we think of it as like something you do to someone when this one was a curse as the result of a murder that had happened. Right, That sort of wasn't an intentional curse, but like the result of a horrific event. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, different, different sort of connotation there. Sure. Um, should we? Uh, all right. Well, well, that was that's the movie. That's the title. That's our intro. How about we give the summary? Okay. Oh, is, is that my job? <laughs> I'm looking oh. at you like, can you? <laughs> yes, I can. Juwan, the story of <laughs> the many stories of. A malevolent force trapped inside of a house that comes to get various people in a somewhat interconnected way. Anyone who's been to the house, really. Yeah. That's kind of it. Mm-hmm. And sort of the th- the, th- the main focal point story is the social worker right rika yeah she sort of bookends the yeah. whole thing and is in the middle mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. briefly and yeah I, okay yeah that seems like a good summary yeah there's a family <laughs> living there we learn bits and boops about what had happened there right and that's sort of an ongoing thing in the series which is fun yeah you should explain the series thing because i didn't know this Oh yeah, I was actually gonna save that for a thing, oh, of, that's note. A thing of note. Okay, but yeah. um, but maybe yeah. I mean, that's actually probably applicable now or better yeah. served now, which is that this is actually the third in the Juon series of feature films, where the first two were just oh, called. Oh, the first two are actually features. Yeah, so oh, they sure. were. Um, so yeah, originally before the first two features, there were two short films. But they were like oh, just okay. a few minutes each, and they were part of like I think a, a TV anthology show, horror show, or something like that, or a special. Got it. And so the two features were straight to video, so they do have this aesthetic that's like shot on video too. I was surprised that released on video also meant 
or straight to video, I should say. Um, and shot on video. Yeah, where it's shot on video. Ooh, so they had that aesthetic to it too, <laughs> which actually it is good that I mentioned this now because I'm probably going to reference it. Oh, yeah. Dif- just how it was different, mm. you know, and how mm-hmm. it made my experience different from this one. Cool. Um, but it was sort of the the thrust of like the first one, if I remember correctly, was like the um, there's so there's that one of the main reoccurring ghosts is the son Toshio who died mm-hmm. there. And um, it was like a, a couple different people who worked for, at the school going to look for him and like, oh, uh, so it was closer tied to that original, that original murder. I see. Yeah. So Toshio is really sort of the, the anchor of this. Yeah. This yeah. Thing. I mean, the whole original murder. Is... Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's kind of the face of the grudge. Of yeah. Juan. Exactly. Interesting. Okay, cool. Um, and maybe one more thing we should mention for the summary is... Uh, 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 oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the few listeners that we we have at this point. <laughs> I'll, ju- I'll just shut the thing off. <laughs> that was it. I'm not sure that I... Ap- appreciated that effect so then other than it being annoying i found it annoying do you want oh, to say that yeah for i what should didn't say work that. for you <laughs> i didn't put it in my what didn't work but yeah probably the next step is giving it our rating of yeah what'd you think i mean would you pay money for this i would uh give it a hearty rent it recommendation and i would totally buy rent? it in the context of like a box set of oh, like okay. if I found for cheap on DVD or Blu-ray like the whole Juon series for like 15 bucks or something <laughs> I'd be I, I would I'd cool. be so down to own that. This is I I get this I'm I'm beginning to get a little sense that this is sort of in your lane. Um like that that this is there's there's like a high appeal. Yeah. Not I, to say that this is like your favorite thing but I like you have a glow about you right now. <laughs> I think it's cool. Okay. I think it's cool. That's fair. I I don't. I mean, I do. I it it's it is what it is to me. It's not my thing. And I think this is large this is why I've largely kind of not dived in to this genre, this subgenre. There's something about it just isn't my thing. I don't, I'm not. I'm. We'll, we maybe we'll get to what that is as we explore. But um, I would just say stream it for me. Mm-hmm. Th- but I do think there there's something. It, I would. I most. Uh, that's a hard stream it for me. Like that is not even close to a don't see it. Mm-hmm. There's some value in this. And I'm I'm just not quite sure if I know what it is yet. Well, I mean, we we we're, we're recording this immediately after watching <laughs> That's this, true, and what yeah. you're saying is you haven't really watched much, both I guess J horror and A horror, meaning you separate Japanese e, horror and Asian horror, but I, there is overlaps. I do separate yeah. them for sure because the Korean stuff that I've seen has a much different tonality, and I really like it. Can we jump into what worked? Yeah. What worked? What worked for you? What worked for you? What worked for you? It worked like a charm, Smith. What worked? What worked for you? Okay, 
well, if the yeah, you said Korean horror films have a tonality that work for you, and there's one overlapping thing like which I see in and if we're counting, you know, that as a whore, and this is a whore. Um, <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, a whore. We need to horror, start horror. Saying, yeah, sorry. exactly. We need These to get horror, southern about horror it. It's more films. Horror. But uh, how ghosts are depicted, like if you remember in the Wailing, yes, totally. that they're just sort of there. Yep. And that, when done right, is something really unnerving that you don't see at all in Western yeah. horror films. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it's like, what's the thing in Western horror film tends to go with ghosts in particular. I feel like they lean more on the, um, like, the decay of the body is sort of leaned on and depicted more in the in the ghost the shining like, bathtub ghost yes exactly like or or uh like mm, god what's a good example of this um even in like Crim- crimson peak oh, i didn't see that actually the design i feel like there's a there's a through line in ghost design in western horror that's more like I think maybe the the zombie influence really has had an impact on mm-hmm. on, on how it's depicted because I, I almost always it seems like if even if it even if it's initially depicted as just a, just a person you almost seem to always get to the version of that person that's decayed and in, in its in its like what it would look like now yeah that it's been dead for a while well, which it, is kind of not necessarily the most logical right. thing, right? Like, why would a ghost? There's something. I mean, we're talking. I mean, about it's creepy. Ghosts as fuck here, and gross. but there's something more "quote unquote" realistic. I think about you know, you see him in its entirety. Is like it's a guy, but right. though the kid, the Toshio ghost in this, he does have the um, the scars or the the wounds of the beating, yeah. the bruises of. Being but they beat. go back and forth, right? Like mm-hmm. you've got Toshio as just a kid, and oh, yeah. that sort of that sort of a a misdirect or, or something, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not convinced of certain choices in this. Like, I'm not sure, maybe I need more time to think about it, but, but yeah, you have two versions of him, right? You have him in the sort of the, the ghost makeup. Well, I like that as just there, there are rules that we can't understand. Sure. And that's just one of the unnerving things for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That sort of gets. Well, do you want? Do you have a long list of things that work? I guess sounding. Yeah, if I have a glow about me, let's do it. I want to hear them. Um, I mean, I tried to start big. I just love, and this is something I feel like is just what makes these films successful. Are the it's just got a constant sense of like dread and foreboding, foreboding, and unnervingness. Yeah. Like I said, where it's just, which is so key for me in a horror movie to just have that through and through. But this is just, this is just up there with as far as horror films doing it well for me. Yeah. Um, In that specific sense of just, it doesn't matter what's happening or what's going on. There's just always this like, like where you think a a non-horror fan, like, you know, they react to this when I say, you just don't want to be there. Then they'd say like, well, what, why do you want to be there? And I go, well, because I'm not supposed to be there. Yeah. That's the thing. (laughs) It's so true. I love it when people give this, this question of like, why do you like that? Yeah. 
I'm like, okay, I don't know, because I do. Like, what? Like, right. I, you know, why do you like fucking Sex in the City? <laughs> no, I mean, you've got, you, do. you get the differences, though, where, where it's like really like, yeah, you're right as far as because I do should be enough. <laughs> but you get how, you know, how enjoying stories of people being murdered uh, kind of is not your everyday, like, <laughs> Eddie Haskell, leave it to Beaver kind of. <laughs> Thing that people accept yeah i get it i had a woman ask me the other day why i liked um uh my favorite murder oh yeah yeah and i was like because it's interesting and people are i was there and, i was and there. weird and interesting I was over yeah exactly. i was overhearing that I'm like, yeah and i'm like just, it just it. because yeah like i don't know there's yeah whatever I, we're on the weird tangent <laughs> well i mean that's an overarching tangent which maybe we'll touch on and we just did but i uh, saw so, uh, I mean, what did you think of that? Like, I, how, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I, like, I, it is one of my, it's, it's, I don't have a ton of things that worked for me. Like, I don't have this long, extensive list, but, but that's definitely one. I remember thinking sort of an interesting question as a filmmaker, if you're trying to, if you're really trying to creep the audience out or get them tuned up, do you, do you let them know that something creepy is, like, do you show them what's creepy and then let them sort of let that settle in and 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 use the anticipation of watching the the character who doesn't know discover it? Like, is that more effective or is the sort of the the ambiguity, you know, of a you know, sort of setting the atmosphere as creepy, but without like leading the audience Mm -hmm. you know and this i think this actually does both it at different times and both are effective just in slightly different ways just the sheer formatting of having it segmented and then we know an ending's gonna happen is the first thing you were talking about as far as knowing something's gonna happen but then as far as like the yeah the second thing you're saying you can help me clarify ambiguity but yeah creepy ambiguity when you're in the location that's that ties to like I loved the I guess the casting of the house how it's so perfectly oh, unassuming. Yeah. Yes, but there is such an oddness to it. Yeah, is exactly. that because of how it's shot? It's, it's it's interesting. It's a few things. Yeah, it's you see different. It's the same house in the previous ones, which is so cool, and in the latest one, which I want to talk about at some point too. But, you mean the latest one? The latest. Japanese well, one or the, yeah yeah okay. um it's just that house yeah you're right there's something there's something weird but you know it's just some weird house that they were able to shoot at for some reason in the originals you, I'm sure maybe maybe this is a little bit of a Kubricky sort of thing mm-hmm. do you know how there's this whole like you can fall down a reddit like just bottomless pit on the um the actual uh, um, what am I trying to say? The actual architecture of the hotel in the Shining. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, like if people have like mapped it out. Like, if you were to go around this corner that they walk around, you would not be where right. you end up. And there's all this stuff about like it's. I mean, the, this, the, this house is the, clearly not that. It's just a house, but but what's, it doesn't f- like the inside. And it doesn't outside. have an inviting flow. Yeah, there's no like main. Maybe I don't know. No Japanese architecture and houses. Well, that, well, I don't either. Yeah, but just to have that sort of 
boxy entrance area. Yeah. There's no actual sort of nice entrance to the house outside. It's a sort of like behind a gate and some trees. Yeah. And you, yeah, you walk through the front door and immediately are hit with this like barred staircase that's like in your face and, and also totally obscured. Right. And I think that's, I think there's something about the filming of this. They really take advantage of keeping things a little bit obscured, a little bit out of frame, like, uh, stuff's a little like around the corner and there are camera moves that that emphasize that that stuff all really really worked for me mm-hmm. where it felt I felt claustrophobic in it yeah. Um, yeah like like you just don't want to go to that upstairs no it's creepy and these yeah. like low to high angles where you're kind of over the shoulder but you're looking almost straight up mm-hmm. and actually they do the reverse too they do these high to lows where you're like in the ceiling looking down it's just unnerving yeah and i was trying to think like what what lenses are they using like because it's not super wide it's kind of just like it's probably just a 50 it's like nothing crazy it kind of looks like it's there's something mm-hmm. about it i don't know what it is but it is unnerving i'd be curious so, to look at good it good job <laughs> yeah i'll show this to uh you know our dp friends yeah um yeah, I liked, um, yeah, oh yeah, the casting of the house itself. That kind of ties to, I liked um, the idea, yeah, well, like I was saying, the house is unassuming, while also the ghosts just appear kind of in, in like, unassuming mm. locations and ways. Like... Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> like, I loved uh, how the ghost kid, uh, Toshio, like, would just appeared underneath a table. Yeah. At one point, or sorry, it, uh, I should say a table, like, out at a restaurant, like, oh, during I know, the day. Like... <laughs> um, and then my, but my, like, favorite sort of ghost appearance moment was when um, uh, Rika. Yeah. Yeah, Rika. She, as, um, since he's, like, the caretaker, she's pushing, like, the old the old guy on the, I know, on the I... wheelchair. Yeah. And in the reflection, you see Toshio. Real, just so briefly. real brief. But it's Man, great because there's no music cue. There's no, like, yeah. heavy sound effect or anything. Yes, thank you, finally. It is just, like, oh, God. It, it gave me so that chill. I'm tired of the, of the loud noise jump scare like match. Right. You know, anytime something is there. Which you see how unnerving it was. It's literally this. It's, like... It's it's literally the the filmmakers. I'm talking about the bad version. Is the filmmakers going? Look at this! And yeah. it's like, dude, fuck, stop. You know, like I'm gonna see it or I'm not. And mm-hmm. you know, I kind of want to have that left up to me. And this like the forcefulness of of the current the modern jump scare is sure it will make you jump because it's so fucking loud. How can you not jump? But that's not scary. Right. You know, it's annoying. <laughs> right. Well, I guess if I in, say in a loud theater, <laughs> oh, like when we've dude. seen the movies, when we talked about The Cured last time. Oh my God. Yeah, but they <laughs> did. There was a little more content behind their sound design. I, I felt like it wasn't so gratuitous oh, like Insidious. No, all I meant was, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> Insidious would be the better example as far as its loud yeah. sounds. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, this film. Cool. That part, at least, that was a really, I liked that kind of appearance and those appearances yeah. of like, you think maybe you're just going to be isolated. And that's what I like about these movies too, is like, I think maybe it's just when you go into the house, the thing's going to get you. Right. But it's like, you're, yeah. you've got the curse, you've got kidding. the Juan, you've got the grudge. <laughs> right, right. 
and it can happen when you're oh yeah i mean i just have like individual moments i loved like i, I mean just that's what that's what my glow about is just mm-hmm. it's cool just the different ghost story moments the um like uh what did i have sorry uh what did i have hit that vocal fry <laughs> baby <laughs> um like the security guard going to check in the bathroom and just the the dark the the mm. aura of darkness going around him yeah um when we see when she's in the bed watching tv and the newscaster's face gets distorted oh, yeah, i love that one yeah that was so creepy and cool and well done the um the ghost over the mother at the beginning that was just like mm-hmm. the sort of the black cloud ghost cutting to the close-up of the eyes. See, now I agree that these moments are really good, but as I'll get into in the next section, there there's a failing within them for me. Okay, that we'll talk about. All right, but I but I agree wholeheartedly that the the intention and the sort of creation of of those moments is really good the moments themselves just right. the, the the fact that they right. are happening that's the thing like even when, yes. we, when we talked about the ritual like and that's sort of oh, the yeah. thing with horror movies that differentiates them from other movies why we're doing the podcast is like you can still enjoy and appreciate yeah. the horror moments so that is where totally. i'm coming from too yeah i mean i had a lot of moments where i just was sort of uh, maybe what's the right word? Just elated, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, I'm like, ooh, yeah, yeah, ooh. yeah. It was fun hearing your reactions <laughs> like that. I'm like, oh, oh, I liked oh, when ooh. you laughed. A moment I liked where it was a justified <laughs> laugh. I felt the same thing where it's like she's, um, it's the the schoolgirl character who's the daughter of the yeah. the like the the police guy yeah, who's, who's previously involved like with the case. And she's getting pursued by the three fellow or the three ghost girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she closes the door on them and like just kind of puts a couple chairs in front of the door. <laughs> and exactly. And like, I was like that. It's like, it's oh God, sliding like, door. what is that going to do? It's but, and then, but so like, funny it's, to me. it's not a, it's great because there's a little bit of payoff. And I feel like this right. is kind of a, a an A-whore, J-whore vibe of just when the ghost is sort of, they just walk like into it and just sort of push it right. aside. Exactly how you'd expect yeah. it to maybe go. They just, it's like, yeah, it's they like, walk it, into the chair and they just sort of scoot it aside without caring about it. Right. Because normally, normally I'm such a critic of, of sort of logic flaws. And in this particular case, especially the filmmaker obviously knows that this is a logic flaw and they're saying, no, no, we, we know the the character is so freaked out that they're doing something totally irrational, illogical that will not work. Yeah. They're being chased by ghosts <laughs> and they put chairs in front of a sliding door. Right. Like the sliding door doesn't open into the chairs. And, it, it like makes no sense, right? That's yeah. not going to stop anything. And the ghosts are like, this isn't going to stop us. Yeah. They don't even <laughs> acknowledge it, which was it's a great. creepy moment to yeah. just have them like, just, just to give them <laughs> that physicality in the space, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, I'm, did it? Okay, no, go no, on. No, no, I, okay, okay. I, I feel like what I was going to ask might fall more into All right. what didn't We're work. We're almost there, but yeah. It did, but maybe not. I, don't um, I mean, yeah, we mentioned like how it's it's broken into chapters and has that formatting, I think. Mm-hmm. I really was into that. Okay. I liked that. That was, it sort of gave you like 
like the the part of the the appeal of the horror anthology film where you have some sort of segmentation to go off of to sort sure. of propel the structure. I liked that. And like yeah, while you didn't sort of have an overall like like um classic, you know, narrative. plotting or yeah, narrative exactly. Um you did have the you did have it was sort of like putting together a puzzle of yes. like you were putting together the mystery which is always for me in in ghost stories or sometimes even like slasher films you know putting oh, yeah, together totally. Jason and Freddy's backstory right it's i mean cuz like this that. is yeah i mean i think this is the umbrella of what type of movies i love is is sort of the search to figure it out a little bit i love like mysteries and thrillers and horror films and especially horror films that have this sort of like what like why is this happening like what is the cause of this that you know or uh, like you're saying a slasher is basically just a murder mystery mm-hmm. right like to to a certain degree we know who the murderer is but the people who are getting murdered don't right, right? and if there's a point like Friday the 13th there's a point it's it's not Jason it's his fucking mom. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Spoiler alert, but guys. Then it just, <laughs> but just even in the later, but just putting together the history, Freddy's maybe a better example of like in the third Nightmare on Elm Street, you sort of get like sure. how he was born and right, stuff right. like that. Which, if this is the third Juan movie, I don't know if there. Are, I don't think there are any really revelations, but you just sort of do put together just sort of you know the glimpses of the original murder, right? Just right. things like that. And it, the, the the detectives figuring out like, oh, uh, there's been previous murders at this place. Actually, everyone who's lived here since then. <laughs> yeah. Which is nobody. Nobody great. thought to say something. <laughs> right. Don't buy this house. <laughs> that's actually that's um, in the, the previous one. Oh, some of the segments are about like the realtors <laughs> oh, who currently own them. <laughs> and then they like send send someone in who's sort of an, an intuitive person who works oh, for them. Shit. Yeah. And there's a cool moment where she's like, um if uh if you drink sake like and if you leave a, a sake bottle in the house and spirits get to it and you drink it and it tastes off then you're sensitive to spirits and something's going to happen to you but if you don't taste the sake being off then you aren't as prone to getting haunted yeah oh wow which is cool i like that what if sorry that was in the, then also that was in a previous <laughs> one that wasn't in this one what if you burnt your tongue just before you drank the sake and you can't taste it that it's off because of that then you'd be pretty screwed if you wouldn't know <laughs> you wouldn't know <laughs> you just have to wait for toshio to show up yeah wow. oh my god that's actually something that i should have put in things that worked i think <laughs> I or maybe just things that I liked. <laughs> That's what this is. His, yeah. <laughs> him fucking Toshio meowing was equal parts real unnerving and real dumb to me. <laughs> like in a good way, not like I didn't mm-hmm. hate it, but I was just like, that is pretty fucking corny. But I kind of love it. It's cool. I mean, it's just that sort of unique, like odd. Well, I guess sort of like him and the cat dying were some sort of conjoining. Sure. And that just, did we those see two the, disparate oh, elements. Oh, yes, we did see the cat dying in the very oh, yeah. opening. In that's that right. Stuff. I kind of forgot that 
yeah, Toshio's dad, there's which was a mm, like the, the casting the, of that dad, right? Is that yeah. kind of where you're going? Well, just Sorry. the moment of him grabbing the cat, I was like, oh, ooh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did want to mention that and didn't write that down. Whoever plays that dad who's the yeah. same guy in the originals, and I hope oh, the is rest he? of okay, them cool. is just like I mean, because he's mostly just in the flashbacks and the pictures and yeah. things. He just has this intensity to him. Like oh, you yeah. could see, you know, sort of like Jack Nicholson, the, yeah. the Shining, yeah, yeah. just someone oh. who's like, okay, I can see this guy containing a lot mm. of pent up something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. A live wire, a real live wire, this guy. <laughs> um, I liked, uh, there's some cool moments with um, the lighting, like when, yes. when the, the husband at the beginning gets, gets, after after he finds his wife sort of paralyzed or you know freaked yep. out or whatever we see the evil go over him right and it's which, just like the darkness comes out of the room I, and over his face it's a good effect yeah i mean it was clear but it didn't feel to me like just a lighting effect mm-hmm. there was some some like i said before there's some atmospheric sort of like vagueness to the lighting change that didn't make it feel too on the nose right it, but it was it was really good just a lighting change but i it, know it, it, I, well it i know it, right it, something about it made it not feel right like, as a filmmaker yeah i wasn't like oh they just you know whatever they just fucking put a flag in front of the light it's yeah it, it's, you know there's something it was more just to keyed it into the right amount whereas yeah. you said the atmosphere totally so yeah it was and good. that that sort of i was trying to think other example i liked um the lighting when i guess similarly how it switched to sort of the flashbacks of the schoolgirls in there um oh yeah we'll get to yeah which was just the lighting changes during that where it's like you can be in the house at night and you flash back to stuff at the daytime totally really liked that yeah you knew you're like oh shit but like we're we're now not in Kansas anymore yeah. you know what I mean it's like suddenly you're with this guy and it's like it's clearly nighttime we watched him walk in there nighttime and then he turns and the room is lit with sunlight and you're like what's fucking happening here mm-hmm. so but that's a perfect example of this just tonally setting up these things that are just off right like our brain is going in a certain direction and having the rug kind of pulled out from under us to be like, hi, I know you thought it was nighttime, but like, just kidding. It's not, but it is. And having that sort of, um, what would you call that? Just that um, f- almost f- uh, flip-flopping of reality mm-hmm. really, like, it 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 knocks us off our pins, right? Yeah, and it's I like think that questioning your sanity. Right, and that is so core to horror like effectiveness Mm -hmm. to me is keeping keeping the audience kind of off center always and this does this does it i mean it's it's there's some good stuff in here yeah um i mean i don't know if there's much to say about this but just and we already mentioned it but that when you're when you enter the house you're affected Mm -hmm. by it i just like that as a grander like you can't escape it is this really unnerving to me yeah that's true um and that the ha- and this and just the idea that the the horrific act that occurred there is just such an act of evil that it just permeates into its physical space yeah this way i just i just that's that's other stuff that i just think is so cool about but did, did, did you feel 
like you, well, maybe because you watched the other ones, you, you had more context, but did you feel you really had a grasp of of the the reason for this sort of malevolent force like was was in other words was the opening scene where it's clearly sort of a flashback of a dude flipping out presumably killing his wife which i guess we we get that payoff but i mean i think it was pretty well established that his wife has been killed or, or a woman has been killed um was that enough you mean to like, hold on to as a story sort of set yeah. up? Yeah, you. I mean, it's like in the shining, the shining movie versus the book of like you know the book more being. I, I mean, I haven't read it since high school, but I think in the book wasn't it played up more how it was like an Indian burial burial oh, ground or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you're right. Actually. But I mean, I, what I immediately thought of the shining again. I know I've referenced it before a few times. I think already. Yeah, it's interesting. Both ghost bathtub, Jack Torrance. Well, it's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, that's why it's a, it's a ghost story. So it's sort of a good staple to go to. No, very um, true. Anyways, just that in that movie, like this one, just a murder that took place, like a family, a, you know, a within the family murder that took place. Yeah, is just like I said, you know, it's a big enough evil act that just in some yeah unknown way of how you know the universe works in this case it's just that just causes this this juan yeah i think from should we get can we... i mean i didn't want to know anything more than that so really? that works okay great that's for me. interesting cool um that that's what makes it work for me is that it's just like that's all you need the simplicity of like an evil act occurred here okay i didn't need to think like a shaman used to live there or something sure <laughs> Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Should we move on? Sure. Yeah. All right. So things that uh didn't quite work for us. It's not ready yet. Seems to work okay. No. Something important's missing. What did not work? <laughs> I guess we already mentioned one. Um, kind of, sort of. I don't know. Maybe we didn't. What was it? But I mentioned when I was happy at the Toshio appearing in the reflection, oh. how there was no musical sting. Yes. So for me, I thought they should have cut out like like eighty percent of the music. Holy fuck! The music is real bad and real distracting. Yeah. This can you imagine how much fucking creepier this yes. movie would be with a right. re- either a really good soundtrack. Score. No, no, just no or soundtrack. Nothing. Yeah, it like, would be fucking crazy. Do you remember eerie with nothing? Like there was, I think in the first, was it the first or second segment when, when like she's just kind of like going around the house and Toshio just kind of keeps appearing around yeah, her. Yeah, and it's just the music is like it's going for it's ten the minutes throughout. Worst since I was imagining fucking... it without it, and it was just Ugh. like this would have been the creepiest thing without yeah. it. Um, you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but and your shirt is actually making me think maybe this is why I'm thinking this. You're wearing a Twin Twin Peaks shirt, but there is cheesy Laura nine, Palmer's face. Yeah, there's cheesy '90s synth in Twin Peaks. Yeah. That's like the sort of the core musical element of it. But it works because it's it's kind of satire and it's sort of like fucking what is this world? Yeah, this had that but it's wrong so like it's fucking wrong for this movie right i think this was <clears throat> my only things i had that didn't work for me were really just things that 
felt like the filmmaker was maybe excited to have a feature like a like a, a theatrical <laughs> a release budget to work with. Sure. So the soundtrack in the first two, they sounded like it was the same configuration that like Are You Afraid of the Dark has. Like, yes. It sounded just like that. The originals. So this one was a step up from that, except for that one shimmer, which they used Oof. a couple times. God. Yeah. Um <laughs> It's so weird. So, it's it's so fucking cheesy. But but yet as cheesy as it was in the originals. Maybe I'm just not remembering it quite as, as, I don't know, maybe I'm not remembering it well and it was just working for other reasons, but sort of like the, it didn't bother me as much. It was so, hmm. I just accepted it so readily. It ha- it was like the effect of watching the, e- the first Evil Dead versus <laughs> sure. Evil Dead 2, where yeah, the first yeah. one actually has, you know, more that actual sense of dread and nervingness yeah. yeah, to yeah. it. The I gotta say the originals, they really did that just because they were low budget, they were more affecting that way than yeah. this one where you see the filmmaker just, all right, great. I can afford a composer that sounds better than the previous music for the mm. whole movie. I'm just going to do it. And it would have been so much better without it, Tim. But I, but I hired the wrong guy. You, no, that's what I meant. And you just get excited because you have the budget no, no. for the first time. Oh, yeah. It really was distracting but like when it's just the option of just you know in this day and age is hitting a button and taking it away it's so tragic Ugh, to me i know what this movie could have been i would somebody... have been like yes tim i would buy this movie oh you know wow i want somebody to do that can somebody take the 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 most egregious scene in the in this movie that has that fucking composing in it take it out and put it on youtube please right and tweet at us or something and let us know because i want to watch it <laughs> it's like those great uh those music videos with just the diegetic sound have you seen those? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> someone needs to do that for this oh my god i mean maybe that exists somewhere you know so i have comes. to i have to give a, a sort of a slightly different opinion in from something that worked for you i i didn't like the kind of looseness of the narrative thread. It, it, I, it probably mostly be the, the why I didn't like it was that I felt like I was spending too much time trying to catch up a little bit from from segment to segment. I was like, wait, where where are we now? Are we are we chronological? Is this is this how, is this scene occurring in real time after the last scene or are we jumping in time? Do we go back in time? Cause they do go back in time, right? The first scene is Rika. Yeah. The second se- or segment, the first segment is Rika. The second segment is prior to her yeah, showing the up. Sister calling the phones. Right. Says it's, the yeah. third one is then the sister, I think again, but it's, it's after the second one, but before the first one. And I started to, I was like, shit, I'm spending too much time trying to figure out where the fuck I am. And that, it just, like it, right. it, 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 it's, it caused me to fall out in a way that I didn't want to fall out. That's it. I mean, I have the same reaction as far as, you know, viewing it and trying to hold something onto mm-hmm. it. And it's feeling like I'm playing catch up, but, but it didn't bother you. No. Yeah. For me, it's just all about, the the horror moments in a way and getting to those and I just sort of feel like if okay. I were to see it again then I would just enjoy oh, it well, more yeah hell yeah because you sense. know what the fuck's going on <laughs> right but that doesn't you you know it's 
I get what you're I, saying. I, I follow the important stuff that's going on. This person who I know yeah. is this person is going to this place for this reason. Right. But I kept thinking that I was going to get more to latch onto as to the why from like that it was going to build towards a broader why this is all happening from segment to segment. And it didn't really. And I think that I kept waiting for a thing that just like, like we said before, like the opening scene gives you what it wanted to give you. And you're kind of you're it's up to you whether or not that was enough. Yeah. And I think I thought it was going to there was going to be some larger payoff that yeah. I was waiting to get clues for or something. And then it's not really that movie. It's weird. Yeah, I feel like in the originals actually did have that a bit more as far as just a little more like well, pieces Well, fuck, why didn't dropped. we watch those? I didn't know they existed until <laughs> like two nights ago. Damn it. And then I watched them. Yeah. <laughs> I have them though. I'll, I'll give them to okay, you if cool. you actually, yeah, I'll if watch you actually them. care to watch them. Yeah, why not? Um, I've got so much time. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm just full of free time. For watching more, more J-Horror. No, I, you know, I, I mm, this is not true. I need more hours in the day. Okay. Well, get this. So each, the originals, they're like 70 minutes each. And uh, the second okay. one, a half hour of it is just literal segments from the first one. Oh. So you just, you just I fast forward. Through yeah, that. exactly. Sweet. So it's like the 70 minutes plus the 40 minutes. You know, it's, I'm just, into it's it. like a long movie. Yeah, I could itself. handle that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wiping my brow. Um, but if I remember correctly, it was the, the original, they did have like what you said, as far as you're kind of playing catch up while you're watching it. Okay. Wait, 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 where, where, what time is this taking place? Okay. Did this already happen? But then, but, but I felt like you do get a little more just sort of drops of nuggets of like, yeah. um, of the original yeah. and stuff. I needed some morsels. You know what? You might like the, uh, is it the Sarah Michelle Geller remake? Yeah. You... <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure. I mean, you know how I adjusted. feel about SMG. <laughs> oh right, you do not like Buffy. <laughs> She's my Patrick Wilson. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I part of me thinks that I've seen at least some of that movie it, now. It, it does take like literal like moments. If I remember, I remember. I seeing think it you're right. And like the boy looking through the oh, elevator yeah. window. Yeah, totally. And and I think maybe even like the security camera footage. I. I'm pretty sure, and you know, it coming out from under the bed, I think that yeah. was the big moment under the covers yeah, of the yeah, bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, can but, we, yeah. speaking of the bed, this really didn't work for me. Who puts their pillow at the foot of the bed? <laughs> <laughs> like, I. it's like... You mean, is it who puts their pillow there or who sleeps? Who sleeps with their head at the non-wall side of the bed? Mm-hmm. That the open side of the the bed, which I would consider in general the foot of the bed, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but and I listen, listen, I've done it when I was a kid, you know, because you're trying to mix things up, and you, you're <laughs> like, man, I've been sleeping with my head over here the whole time. Wonder what it would be like <laughs> with my head at the other end. And you do it, and here's what it's like: your fucking pillow falls off the bed in the middle of the night, and then you don't have a pillow, and you wake up, and you're like, "What the fuck's going so maybe on?" Maybe that was it's just, my own horror movie that, right there. That was just her. Oh, that was just her night of doing that. So maybe this this should have been in what worked for me because it was terrifying. <laughs> the idea of sleeping with your head at the foot of the bed, <laughs> or maybe just the pillow was there for some reason. 
I think the reason is because they wanted that shot, yeah. and you can't get that shot of the cut. Well, like, I the forget when she went in. I mean, maybe, you can, but maybe I, I know she wanted to be looking towards the door, right? So did she just sort of hop underneath the covers and then grab yeah, the, the pillow? pillow was, no, because the pillow was there. I like before she even got to the bed, my brain went, what yeah. is that? All right. <laughs> um, on a similar note, <laughs> on a similar I, have note a co- to pillow I have a couple dumb. These are dumb things that didn't work, but they're just things that <laughs> like just get them over with. OK, um, they're not even that. Uh, oh, no, these are things of note. Never mind. OK, <laughs> save it for things of note. Yeah. Um. So, I mean. I have, you know, I was talking about the music just felt like, oh, yeah, I want to say that just one more thing about the music and the budget, what it did, the wall to wall music, not only just would have moments been creepier without it, but in comparing to the originals that had that similar sort of sound design elements were the scares moments or just sort of the associations with how the ghosts moved and mm. did things had very strong like sound design to them. But that would oh. just sort of there it. it it lessened the impact by just having so much music, you know, totally. either next to it or on top of it. But like the originals, they really stood out more. Like there was a distinct sound I remember of uh, that they make when crawling, oh, like yeah. how they crawl. It's crawled. almost like it's almost bone bone yeah. crunchy. And in the original, it just stood out, and you're just mm. like, Ugh, and it was this constant, you know, on itself. Yeah. So I was sad that the music overwrote some of the the, the key sound design ghost moments. Yeah. You know, okay, so in that in in that same sort of realm, I think one of the things it, it's hard because I think at the time now granted, this was made in two thousand three. This isn't that old of a movie. Wait, I have two thousand two. Oh really? Okay, well either way. <laughs> it's you know, it's post two thousand, mm-hmm. right? Like it's modern. Uh, that sounds weird. Like anything pre two thousand isn't modern, but it's like it's pretty fucking recent. Sixteen years ago. Okay. That's why we were allowed to watch it because I hadn't watched it probably yeah. since it came out. Well, so what I was gonna say is, I think some of the things that that fail for me in this is that, in terms of effect, actual effect like FX and design and, um. Even like these sound things, uh, even the just sort of the depiction of the ghosts. It you've seen since this movie came out, you've seen this so much in in like the realm of YouTube. Like, oh, I'm going to make a scary video on YouTube. They've stolen from this, right? So at the time, I get why this worked. But now we got so oversaturated with like you know these these exact same effects being used in a sort of lesser realm that it now feels cheap because we're used to seeing it on a cheaper platform just because yeah these the 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 japanese ghost girl walking that way and that sound like i like making those were just copied ad nauseum and everything like since then it's 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 the same thing as like that fucking Goita song or Gautier song, Goita, Gautier song, the like somebody that I used to know song that like you hear it the first time and you're like, it's a pretty fucking great song. I really like this song. And then by the end of the year, if you hear the f- opening fucking like burr, 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 of that song, your brain melts because you're no like, I don't want to talking about. <laughs> That's fair. But it's 
it's the we've play, this play, this song has been overplayed to a point of wanting to fucking okay, murder. But you're talking about a literally a same song. But I will. But but I'm just saying the effect that that has. This it's it's different for me as far as I don't I don't. It's neat. I, I wasn't to even me. I wasn't even thinking of everything that's copied when watching it because for me it's it's like this is. This will always work in itself because it is it is pure or it is closer <laughs> to enough. it is it is the original source. Yeah, it's like how like you know airplane is you know that will yeah always stand up. I think i I think I have a stronger reaction to that stuff because mm-hmm. I don't like so t- airplane. Okay, it's silly and dated for it's, you now. Yes, you, you it, know it, all the jokes. Yes, which in in defense, like yeah, me and me and my friend Terrence, we rewatched. Uh, you know, something that we always quote to each other, Wayne's World. Oof. And it was just like, which we thought was like one of the best movies. Yeah, of course but it you was just Because we were like, well, you were, you're even younger. Yeah, well, you were like we prime. just knew it so well. But like letting, you know, the five, ten years pass and watching it again, it was like, well, I just remember all these moments and I don't need to see them. Yeah. And it's just not. No, it's true. Know. Don't but, go back. But for whatever reason, like, it's. You, as I said, yeah, pure. It's, you, this is it incarnate. They're like genuine. It's the. Yeah. It's that's that's. Is they they have a certain amount of genuineness that like to copy it. It just doesn't. It's it's essenceless. Right. And I think that you just you are much more forgiving in general because you're looking. You you're you're just coming from a different sort of angle when you're watching these movies. I'm so hyper prone. To looking for something to nitpick, that I find it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So it's just a difference in how we view it. But yeah, um, the yeah, yeah, or do you have something? Oh, I do. I do have one thing. Did did this bother you? There's you know, there's a handful of little jump scare type moments where it's like a door rattles or a phone rings or a door slams behind. It's always like behind them or like surprising little moments there's like five of them i don't remember they're they're not like big moments but the the thing that just caught me is that the reaction i think this is a sound design fuck up or they just thought i don't know point being the the noise of the door slamming would would happen and there would be like a half a second to a second between the noise and the actual actor's reaction and it just felt like the timing just felt off i like it felt like that's not how we would you know the the door would slam and you go holy shit right away like almost on top of it and there was space in between those things and it kept happening and i was like this is odd and feels i I literally don't remember anything that was an intended jump scare moment i oh really thinking about and i now that i'm thinking about i like this about this yeah I can't think of any examples. There's a there's two phone rings. There's a door rattled. There's a door slam. I just thought of those as the phone ringing, like they weren't jump scares to me. But but I, the reason I think of them as jump scares is because the actors have a ooh reaction, but the reaction is late. I want to watch them again because okay. I feel like we may have just totally <laughs> viewed them differently. I, well, I, sure, I guess obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, the one other thing, yeah, that was also I think a product of too much budget and maybe mm. the filmmaker being excited to do stuff was um, 
just some of like the 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 swifty camera movements of like the dolly just yeah. going past the person and going around the corner yeah like again i'm keep comparing it to the originals they did not have that at all and just these like static shots that were still in this movie oh, and helped a, with the unnervingness that's a really interesting question mm-hmm. there's virtually no handheld in this movie yeah is there any in the do you remember if there's any in so. the other ones so the upgrade in this stylistically was putting shit on rails yeah so that's it was yeah that's it was really the interesting rail dolly shots of like i don't know they just they just didn't add anything for me it just sort of felt like it was trying to be more hollywood yeah, or something i agree and and yeah it, it took look away what, from the atmosphere look at this cool move we can do right. i did like that one shot of when it's uh from the outside going past the two sliding doors toward the beginning that oh was yeah like just a, a is that because that That's was just a, a nice dolly is it, it a tracking dolly shot. left right yeah yeah that was cool it's pleasing so i'm talking yeah more about yeah you know what yeah these about. weird um circular sweeps with a like a pretty wide lens but real close up yeah. on the face so you're getting the background but you're, you're the person's face it's like right right just up in frame would have been so much better without them yeah just like the music that's interesting I did notice that. And both of those things I couldn't say about the original two, which while hokier did not have those. Yeah. I was more forgiving of the hokey music and sound effects and low budget stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I had for things that didn't work for me were just those budget things. Do you have anything else? I guess the the only other thing that I have we kind of touched on is is the and 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 you you're you're sort of making the conceit that you didn't need it but i kept thinking there was going to be a broader subtext and they're just kind of it 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 didn't exist and it didn't also exist in a sort of larger form like is there is there a social subtext to this maybe there is culturally that i'm not seeing but like you know in a lot of movies you're taking like uh, teen sex is is a underlying subtextual theme, right? And you're you're saying, I don't know. It's sort of you're you're saying there should there's a lesson to be learned in this. And I I kept thinking that there would be something in yeah. that realm, and it didn't. Re- like I mean, don't don't murder your family. Right, I guess this was this was really subtextual, and not played up at all. But I, I hope I'm not totally totally off the mark in this one. But I feel like maybe there's that I mean, this is just a human thing, but I was going to say for Japanese culture, or this is just a larger cultural thing. But I want to say for Japanese culture of like the idea of sort of sweeping problems under under the table and not being allowed to talk about them. Um, okay. And so the the missing signs like of the children, like mm. showing how those go from fresh to old. Okay. And just sort of the idea, yeah. See, that, I can get behind that if I, you know, just thought about it a little bit more. But, but yeah, if it, if it was tied in in any sort of more showy way, then I wouldn't have no, been interested. No, and, and I'm not. I, I'm certainly not asking for it to be more blatant. I just wasn't keen in on anything, even on a subtle level. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, am I missing something, or? Was that just not their intention? Yeah, maybe it's... And it might not be. The formatting know. for me where it's just like these are just... This is just a ghost story cut into ghost stories. Right. That's... It doesn't make me need or want sort of what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, so things of note. Yeah. Things of note! 
This should be interesting. Okay, so here's what I, I'm going to rail through these real quick. The, just even though I know it's 2002 or whatever, this was so it, like stylistically and sort of imagery and like the props and shit were so fucking 90s to me that I was like, like the, the landline phone, like the landline phone, the the giant uh, TV remote controls. Uh. Um, uh, what else? The um, I mean, the clothes in general, but in particular, the the first not the killer husband but the first husband's like super baggy suit just like oversized baggy pants suit right. it's like hammer pants almost right. um just little things like that that just were i just think thought they were charming and and very late 90s yeah just made you feel like oh yeah that's when this movie was made mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's yeah n- noteworthy to when we're, if we're watching circa 2000 movies yeah it's, it's a new old for us right that's so weird um I mean, I don't have anything. So my only thing of note was that it was um, that this was the third. It's an. I mean, I do think it's actually cool that it was an actual sequel, which I know you've probably already gotten from me talking about it in context. But that it doesn't it's have so any inter- elements of remaking the original two. Oh, that's that's kind of surprising. Yeah, it's done and... as a direct sequel. It is the third, not just in the franchise, but third, like as a sequel. But so there's also like when I looked this up, there's also Juan two and three. So are those so the fourth and fifth in yeah, this series? Like I'm confused. The chronology. So <laughs> there is a Ju- so this is Juan. The, the previous ones are Juan the Curse and then oh. Juan the Curse two. Those were the two straight to video ones I was oh, talking about. Oh okay. And now this one was Juan the Grudge, and there is a and had Juan, a budget. Yes. And was the first one to be released in the U.S. Oh. And the Juwan that there, and there's also Juwan the Grudge too. But as far as the the Grudge one, two, and three, those are all the American ones. Right. The, the, no, I get that. Totally get that. But there's okay. I see what you're saying. And then saying. there are further ones. Um, there was. It was actually this was a pretty cool, noteworthy thing. I thought was there was um, two. That were released, I think they were, what's that, that, um, uh, oh yeah, so there's two that were released, and I want to see these, called, um, Juwan Black Ghost and Juwan White Ghost. I noticed that. And this is the only time I've ever heard of this in, the, I guess, film, but they were released simultaneously, where the first screenings of them happened at the same time separately. So you had some people seeing White Ghost first, and some people seeing Black Ghost first. Why? Just because they were... Are they different movies? Or kind they... of like, you know, the Arrested Development Season 4, where it's like, this is intended to be watched in either order, so we're going to release them to force that onto you, you know? I don't know that reference. I'm sorry. Oh, it is the Arrested Development? <laughs> I mean, season I know the show. Was but... like this is it was one of the first I think sort of more like made for Netflix series. I'm I forget. Oh, how was that that was the season so that was? Ah, it I was intended you. as you can watch this in any order, and it's sort of all interesting. Confused. So, but they're two. So the black and the white are two different, totally different movies. Um, yes, they're different films. I don't. I haven't seen them, and I haven't read what they are about. Okay. But I'm. I think there's there's they're compendium films gotcha. somehow, and it's like, but but what you say? Why release them that way? Well, it's I don't know. I think that's cool to sort of force it on people that they can be watched, you know, in either order. Got gotcha. yeah yeah I get you. That's yeah. cool. Interesting marketing sort of yeah exactly idea. marketing thing too. 
anyway, cool. that was noteworthy. Do you have anything else you found noteworthy? Uh, anything of note? Not really. All um, right. How we? Uh, I mean, we're, we've been I talking about it. this a while. Can we get to our recommend deadshins? Yeah. Yeah. If we're done with Juwan here. Any? I don't really have. I've I've been so busy. I have nothing. Uh, 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 totally unrelated to anything that we ever talk about. I'm reading a cool book about relationships called Attached, and it's cracking my brain open. Attached. So check it out. All right. Um, <laughs> if you're having if you're having any relationship problems, or you're you know you're unlucky in love, read Attached. Then read about love. Yeah. Just read it. It'll help read you. Read it out. in a book. I promise. <laughs> Um, I said if we're done with Juon, we are not done with Juon. Oh, I am going to recommend Dead to all to you, Tim, ooh. and anyone else. Sadako versus Kayako, which I oh. watched exclusively on Shutter when it came out. Nice. And it actually kind of made me want to go back and watch like all these Juon and Ringu films. Gotcha. Because I thought it was so good. Just kind of like how I was raving about the new, you know, Japanese Godzilla film. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh similar to that, where it was like it was actually so yeah, sorry, Sadako versus Kayako. It's like the ring meets Juan. Oh right. It, but it's right. also the ring versus Juan. Yeah. <laughs> and it so it delivers on that premise, but actually has like all the horror movie elements too. Like so it's not just this sort of like weird Godzilla versus King Kong silly right, thing. Right. It both delivers in the like the fun horror movie front. Cool. And on um on the verses aspect <laughs> the promise of that premise awesome um and it's like modern day you know so and has those sensibilities and is sort of going back like it has elements of like like you know finding the old vcr i think and stuff oh, like yeah. that so you might i think you might appreciate it and uh i hope i hope our listeners would too all right i'll check it out great um, so we're going to live figure out, I guess, what we're going to watch next time. Because oh, we haven't talked about it. yeah. We have not talked about it. Um, I mean, were you down still watch some more J-Horror? Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. I want. I, I thought this was going to be um, more graphic mm. because I've sort of, you know, like the audition. Audition, yeah. Oh, yeah. Audition, which I am scared of. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be more tortury. I've... I know that movie. I, you have to see it. I've seen it, um, you know, recently enough that I, I don't, I don't feel like. Is it not torturey? Um, Isn't it about torture? No, I was just saying as far as one that we'd watch or not. Oh, oh, I get you. I don't think <laughs> we could watch. What um, else is there? You know this world more than I do. That I, I kind of wanted to watch one. Let's see. There is, there is uh, carved the slit mouthed woman. Holy shit. Uh, Tets, Tets, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wanted to see Tetsuo Iron Man, I think it's called, from the oh, late 80s, yeah. the black and white one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be into that. Let's watch that then. Okay, cool. Um, let me just make sure I have the title right. Yeah. Tetsuo the Iron Man. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you uh, See you all here for that next time. Then. Yeah. Where can you find us, Ryan? Uh, we have a website and an email. Um, no, we don't have a website yet, do we? We're, we're well, we to. will. <laughs> good, good point. So check out the website. Dismembering Horror. Dismembering Horror. Um, dot com probably. And uh, our our Twitter is at dismem. Nope. <laughs> at dishorrorpod. Dishorrorpod. Yeah. And then also we have a Gmail, which is dismemberinghorror at gmail dot 
com. Great. And, and I'm at ryanmcduffie.com. And I'm at timaslin. No, not .com. Just Tim, I'm just at Tim Aslin. Great. <laughs> right. I am not at symbol ryanmcduffie.com. You can just find all That's my, right. my, you know, my things and things from my website. Yeah, go find Ryan's things. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what else? That's it. Oh, that's We're it? signing off. Aww. Thank you so much for listening to this. This is a big one. Yeah. Um, and Tim, it's been fun as always. I love your outfit. Thanks. It's so good. I don't usually wear wear um, printed shirts, but my sister got this for me at yeah, the Twin that, Pink that event is, recently. It's perfect. Cool. I'm it has your too. color palette too. Thank you. I love it. Great. All right, buddy. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Good night. See you. Bye. Good morning. Ha 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 ha